know we own when I hear you make that announcement. Oh, yeah. When you do your intro, that's going to be it. What's going on, everybody? Y'all know what time it is, man. It's All In Podcast, King Beast, here with J-Dog. J-Dog, what, what, what you want to say, man? Sure, sure. Maybe you a good intro? Ain't been here in a minute. Ain't been here in a minute, but shoot, sure, you know, sure, I'm, about, I'm, about, I'm about to change the name J-Dog. We're just going to call me Road Dog right now. Road Dog. I mean, all the time. Right, right. Midnight Rider, it don't matter. No, I prefer Midnight Rider. I think that's what we're going to start rolling with right there, because I'm the one to be rolling all night long. Right. Going from place to place, city to city, coming up with these stories and things to talk about to y'all. Yeah, yeah. And one thing I want to talk about first, one of the first things I want to talk about, but to me, what's that, Chay? No, no, road dog. My fault. Let me let me get that situated. Midnight ride. Okay, I can remember that. And um, well, the first thing was I was I was in Dallas, Texas, a couple weeks ago. Uh huh. I don't know. I might have told you. I might have not told you. But uh, one of the guys who stormed the Capitol building. They caught down there. Mm. But it was funny how they caught him. <coughs> a man out in public <coughs> with a t-shirt on with Donald Trump picture on it. And it said, I was there. And it said the date that they stormed the Capitol building. Damn. How dumb is that? Hey. I wouldn't get one of them shirts if I wouldn't know. The same shit. They're like these boys on YouTube telling them they damn say the same shit. Everybody want to get noticed about some bullshit when they can just sit sit there and there. And I ain't just sit down though. Like if you, I don't know. When did that shit get popular? Rob a rob a bank and go on Instagram and say, "Nigga, I got a hundred fifty thousand. What's up?" Yeah, and then three hours later or thirty minutes later, the motherfuckers kicking your damn door. Mama, that's mm. first thing in my house. I'm like this. I'm like, I mean, now that that's crazy though. I'd have laughed at his ass. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm, I'm like this right here. Bob Woodman got this song out. Right. It's called, well, it's song he had out. I can't understand it. That's, that's how I feel about stuff. I can't understand it. I mean, I like to make sense of it. Mm. I do. I want to understand that kind of stuff. Because when something I happened, I like, day too. people automatically assume, dang, boy, this, that, another, other, that. What was they reason? If they sit down and break down their reason to you, right? It'd be dumb as hell and that would make no sense. That or either it might have you to the point where, damn, it, it's not as bad as you thought it was, right? You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, look at it. I mean, selling drugs has been viewed as horrible oh, in the white community, right? They'll buy, hell, they even give them to you to sell. Oh yeah, but to be a drug dealer. Now, is now I'm gonna tell you, I have encountered some Caucasians, I guess. Um, now they start doing drugs or hanging in the wrong spots, and they feel like, uh, you can't come here no more. And, hey, they just some some loners now. They can't even go home. You know what I'm saying? Parents won't accept it no more. I'm like, boy, that's some crazy shit. For real. Um, uh, like they look at it like that, but then. When they sit down, <coughs> I don't know. Now, some of them are saving their own life. But no. you know, sometimes, you know, you hear about these people killing their parents and some <coughs> shit like that. And nine times out of ten, guess what? They killed them because they couldn't get money from them, or they killed them just to get the money. All stuff from drugs. But you know, I say that because that's how they do. Like, in, in, a, in a, not all of them, but. The majority, in the general, yeah, yeah they do. I but what you saying? They look at it bad, but they know black people 
We can say other mm -hmm. I hate to say it, we will. Right. But in my mind, it takes a special kind of breed to be successful with doing that. And you see more blacks doing that than. I'm talking about getting me in the trenches the way they really got them in the line of fire. When I say in the yeah. line of fire, I mean in now the way you a, you a they really song? taking chances of getting caught. Yeah, you a now, beast song, <laughs> but them the ones that actually, they been there their whole fucking life just like us. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But when, when they would sit down and talk to them, why did you sell drugs? What made you start doing this? And they break down and hear why? They don't look at it as being as harsh as they look at this. As they like, what's called like you tell. I mean, they find out everybody ain't well, selling drugs. Started off with I like to get high, and uh, all and my friends come over. They like to get high, so I say hey, buy enough for everybody <laughs> and sell it. Keep them from running in and out. Right. We and all do. Hey, that do keep the traffic down. But um, stop over my goddamn door. But they find out and stuff, and they're like, oh <laughs> damn, okay. They just act like it's something you go out and apply to them. Mm-hmm. <coughs> ain't no applications. It's just a matter, a matter if, you, if you got money to get whatever quantity that you can start off with. Yeah. The motor merrier, but hey, you, you hear about motherfuckers coming up from the dirt. I don't heard motherfuckers story people buying double ups and motherfuckers end up being damn kingpins before long. <coughs> and just like <coughs> I'm trying to remember the name, but I was, I was locked up about two years. And I got my hands on this damn book. I'm trying to remember the dude, the author. But anyhow, he went to college and he didn't really have no no money to eat. You know what I mean? A lot of shit that he needed for college and he had money for him. So at first he used to just, you know, just get around pretty good by not having like books and, you know, certain stuff. Not eating for a couple of days or just eating this oodles and noodles all week. So he said he started running to this guy. He know always sell, sell weed. So he say, little and behold, every time he go past the guy, the guy wanted to talk to him. But he didn't really want to mess with him because he knew the dude was a street motherfucker. You know, he carried guns, he kind of crazy. So, time go on, he go ahead and get down and say, hey man, um, I got a hundred and something dollars. Can you help me grab something so I can be able to um, finish school? Because if I don't do something right now, I'm not going to graduate or get to finish. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of stuff I don't have for the, for the semester. So uh, he got a he got a um an ounce and a half at first and he fucked it up. So he went back to the dude, he told him what happened and shit. You know, the people bust up in the dorm looking for the drug till they smell some weed or something or whatever the case may be. So he ended up getting a um a three point five. And then from that three point five this motherfucker was the damn multi-millionaire, so he went to prison and broke that book. <clears throat> but he started his freshman year in college, and by the time he was a senior, shit, he was he was pulling up with Lamborghinis and shit, and the professors was trying to figure out what was going on. 
He ain't play no sports, none of this shit. He was just going to school. Matter of fact, I think he was trying to major in like business or, or whatever, some shit like that. <coughs> but <coughs> I said, I, I hear about motherfuckers getting three point five or a little double up and end up being a motherfucking Frank Lucas type motherfucker, you know. So it's all it's all about not even the hustle. It's all about the uh, the business mind. Cause people don't understand no matter what the, if it's legal or illegal, if you take care of that business. I mean that situation, like a real professional business, that bitch gonna take off. You see what I'm saying? Okay. I don't, I don't mean to change subjects, talk about nothing up there, but you said something about business. And I just wanna tell you, thank you. What is that? Because I would've never knew I could've got that until you showed me that. Okay. You know what that is? They glow in the dog. <laughs> With the goddamn mom, uh, money symbols on it. I see it, okay. Boy. You said that. You, said, I, you showed me that. I said, what? I said, yeah, I tried that motherfucker. I mean, roll that motherfucker glow the dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was all out of town. I was, I, I was in Missouri. That thing came. My mama told me, you got some cash out? I said, uh-oh, my hey. car. And that's one thing I wouldn't mind doing. I, I love the sightsee, though. I'm telling you. And Man. if I ain't know the damn truth, I just Look. a... Just a be imagining what the fuck you can see. I'm going to say this right here. <coughs> this is the deal I'll make with you. <coughs> I'm going to get my license straight now. <coughs> when I do, <coughs> I'm breaking down to Chris. Chris, I don't want to be a team driver. I want to be a solo runner for you. All right. You know, that's what I want. That's my one hand though, right? Being a solo driver. Yeah, because like I put it like this, like basically I don't know if Chris was saying about hearing what I was saying. Right. But these routes me and him do as a team <coughs> I used to do them by myself. I know I remember you saying that though. I was doing them by myself and I would go and come back in the same amount of time. Right. Maybe a couple hours later. But then again, it's just me. I'm doing all the driving. I'm doing the unloading. I'm doing the reloading. I say Chris just the lazy motherfucker. Damn. Now I ain't want. I ain't want to say it like that. I'm just nah. messing, Chris. Just in case you ever listen to shit, I'm just fucking around, man. I might want to drive for you too, shit. <laughs> nah, but I ain't saying it like that. Right. But he lazy. No. Nah, that's the boss man though. Yeah. So then yeah, the, the man looking out for me because Chris do his special driving too. I'm just saying. With me doing that, I realized how hard I was going for the dude who I was running like that for. Right, right, right. That, like now, now you really understand. Because like, I used to always be like, "What the team? What the team thing is?" Because when I was doing for the dude to do that, like I wasn't doing it good enough. Damn. I'm running at a team pace. Right. That's crazy. I'm bringing in team mileage. This was a, a, this was a, um, um, African American or Caucasian. Which one is it? He was colored. He was colored. <laughs> no, he, he was, he was. So he was all greedy, motherfucker. Man. See, I, I only asked because it didn't really matter. But see, my response to that, um, he, he, he one of the motherfuckers that's, um, he was, he, he was born uh, 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 in the twins, one of them house niggas. 
See, that's a house nigga trait. You know what I'm saying? People just don't all of a sudden act like that. It's a gene in people. You say you, you remember on Django, right? If this is a simple way I'm not explain. You remember on Django, right? Yeah. He he showed you a scientific um what's your boy uh, what is it, Brad Pitt? Playing that part? Leonardo DiCaprio. No, Leonardo. My, my fault Liz. Shout out to Leonardo, but you my motherfucker dude. Titanic. Hey, that, he alright with me. I fucks with him. I ain't, I ain't but like anyway, that I, I ain't either because I I know everybody was going to die. You know what I'm saying? And then the main character that I fuck with died. I'm like, but it's some bullshit. Why both of them couldn't live? You know what I'm saying? Not but, ever. <laughs> but yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio pull out them two skulls. Showing you scientific facts. With the house nigga in, in. Like, it's so embedded in them. Like, like I say, it's a Geno in them, you know what I'm saying? Even they skull uh, begin to shape different because they got a different type of thought process and a different type of treatment all together. You see what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. a different balance with them. So, yeah. That's just a house nigga trait, though. Oh, we still got another trait? Okay, yeah, that's a house nigga trait to me. I'm sorry I don't know who that guy was, but uh Hey, you, you my dog, and I got to tell it what it is, man. Shit, when you, you try trying to ring like a damn slave, and then worse than the motherfucker, other motherfucker, hey, is you know probably what, used to work man, for. I'm gonna you tell you what, and this is a crazy thing, cause somebody broke it down to me, cause you know when I was with the dude, yeah, it was like this right here. Like this is how I met that first dude I was riding with. I mean, I was driving for him. right, and. I met him because my uncle had a buddy who was Pauling for Metrolani. Yeah. He he was on operator out there. And he's saying it's good money. But he telling my uncle that from on an operator's perspective. Plus, he knew the dude that I was driving for because they used to work together at a previous job. Right, right, right. We ain't going to say no names because you know there's something with the advertiser for him and we ain't trying to advertise for him. Mm -hmm. They ain't giving us nothing. We ain't giving them nothing. Hate to say it like that, but and don't mean it in that way. It's just that shoot, they got money. Yeah, it is what it is. They want they, they want they want they want their names out of our mouth. Support the support the podcast. Mm. <laughs> but um, they worked together a previous time. And I did. Oh, I, I did do what you told me to do too. For the um the support thing, you told me to take it out the three nine nine. I put it on one nine. <coughs> <coughs> but I ain't set it up like that. Our sponsors did. So okay. shout out, shout out to uh, Spotify and shout out to uh, Anchor. All right. Um. So that was standard to them. You see what I'm saying? That was standard. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I'm just um, keeping it real. So, like I said, my uncle was talking to his buddy because. Uh, he was telling him that, and then he was like, oh, my nephew need a job. You know, he been running with our other buddy, mm -hmm. who, and they all worked at that job together. He said, he been running with our other buddy, but he ain't been having much work for him. Right. So he told him, he said, okay. And then, well, actually, it wouldn't even have much work, man. It's, <clears throat> but I'm going to tell you the slightest thing. If you got a small business, the slightest thing, I don't care how good you're doing. Right. The slightest thing will take you under. Yeah. And yeah. I say that because 
This dude had three <coughs> trucks. <coughs> he had three trucks. Mm. He had one he flat out owned. Right. And he had two rentals he was getting from Penske. Now he had <coughs> he was a solid driver. Right. He was getting his money. His he had another dude that was a solid driver. They were getting the money. They were running strong, getting the money. The third, the third dude, he was like a slacker. Right. He wouldn't run hard like this. He like lay off. You know, he feel like he's supposed to do a run and just chill out for a couple of days. Basically, he should have been a furniture drive. Right. Furniture move. He wanted to sit in town for a couple of days and do mm -hmm. with a job. But uh, so they made up. See, that one, that's one thing I like about that job. But because I'm the type of motherfucker like that's why I, I told you that's why I like to do construction. I don't want to see the same shit year in and year out. I'm good. Okay, if it take three years for us to build this shit, I'm good with it because every day I come back, it don't even look the same. You see what I'm saying? I'm on a different motherfucker in my mind. Every fucking day, cause uh, that's why the outside the gonna change or the inside gonna change slightly. That's why. That's why I can't sit in the office. I can't deal with that. Being uh, a, I man, can't. That shit I, for the bird, man. That shit. My see, brother love that shit. People don't I can't, that's why people don't get in shape. I can't do it. They don't need to be sitting still. People ain't made to really be sitting still. I gotta be out and about seeing things and shoot. We ain't start off being hunter gatherers just to sit sit still. I tell you that shit. So. So, but getting back to the thing about how I got to do, uh, so I went down there, what you call, he told me, he said, oh, well, you know Joe. I said, yeah, I know Joe. I used yeah. to drive with Joe. He said, well, I'm going to tell you, I'll be uncomfortable hiring you, knowing that you know, he said, did you tell Joe about this? I said, I ain't really talked to Joe. And then, so he was like, well, I don't know. He was under the impression that me and Joe was beefing. He was under the impression that me and Joe was beefing. Yeah. So he was like, I don't know what you and Joe got going on, man, but if you can get Joe to give me a call and let me know that he know about this before it go any further. Right. I'm like, all right, cool. Before I made it home. Boy, did somebody told him y'all got into an argument No, no, no. I don't know what they told him about. They say I was driving with Joe. Most of the time they'll figure it's something that y'all fell out about while you're not driving for him no more, but Joe didn't have that work right. like he had. And uh, so before I came, I went all the way down to York, filled out the application because he had his, he got his little company set up the way you got to fill out application and all this shit. Right. Even though he at work himself at the time he doing this, that man interviewed me while he was on the clock for another for a whole another job. What you mean? Huh? I said, what you mean? He worked for Metrolina Greenhouse and right. he had trucks that ran that he pretty much had. Uh, under contract to pull loads from Metrolina Greenhouse. So he mixed, like, both of his businesses was like the same in one almost. Right. Because Metrolina paid him for being the operations manager. Mm -hmm. Then Metrolina turned around and paid him for running loads. Two totally different checks. Right. He used to be coming away. That man used to be hitting him in the head for like he used to be hitting. At one time, I know he was hitting Metrolina in the head for thirty thousand a week. Damn. 
driving, he wasn't doing shit. Damn. But setting up the jobs for his the trucks, the dudes were driving for him to go on. He was hitting them in the head for 30 bands a week, man. Shit. On the operator. That's basically what he was doing, right? On the operator. He signed this company up. He hey, see, I be having to call shit out. Because when people... See, this is the thing about a lot of people. I guarantee they don't be wanting to, When they hear stuff or when they uh read... Don't, no, they don't be wanting to read the shit and then break it down. Some motherfucker be like, well, how you know when somebody talking, what is it, what exactly what they talking? Because I read. But I ain't, that's basically what they were doing, right? That's what that, that's what Metroline hires on operators. Yeah. But if you got a small company, they'll let you come on and put, uh, have your trucks on, on, on standby. Like you subcontracting or something. Pretty much. Yeah. Like if you're on an operator, like, you know, you got to find on load. Yeah. You got to have your own authority and all that. Or be under somebody authority, and see he was so he was so sick with it. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you how all this man was getting paid all off of one job, and his job was the operations manager out there. He right. basically made sure everything fucking ran smooth. He made sure. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, though. Yeah. If we don't run smooth, your money ain't smooth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now mm-hmm. check it out. He already getting that check from doing that job for. I'm gonna say I'm I'm just shooting the number out there. Probably for probably about like I'm gonna say about twenty five hundred a week. Right. All right. That's kids' money, mm-hmm. basically. Cause now this was his real money fucking kicking in. It. Now keep in mind. Now he getting twenty five hundred a week. Twenty five hundred compared to thirty thousand. Yeah, that's kids' money. Shoot. Look. 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 Check yeah, it out. It's like going to, going to get a damn snack compared to that. Check it out. I'm break, I'm breaking down to you how this man got paid out there. I take my hat off to him. As a businessman, he's ratchet. I ain't gonna say he ratchet. I ain't gonna say he ratchet. He good. He's good. I'm finna say with shit. He good. I don't know. It's like he's showing you. Have to be ratchet because if he was making thirty and was being ratchet, shit. Did it did it take or did he gain from it? That's what I oh, was. That was his game. He was gonna win. If you oh, did, God. if you didn't, he didn't care. He would take from you to make sure he won. Okay. I'm talking about you as a worker. I, I, I know what you said. So I mean, I mean, shit. They didn't want to make the load though, though did they? Huh? They didn't want to make the load though, did they? Who? Well, he was. Um, they didn't make the load. They didn't nah, win it. It's like. I'm gonna tell you how, uh, but let me let me let me break down how all the man how, how the man got paid off that one job of being an operation manager. Mm-hmm. He, that's the that's the metronome job. I said basically that's just his that's just his insurance and and benefit shit. That's a benefit job. Right. And the biggest benefit is he get to pick and choose the routes for his trucks. He give he select the routes. He select what who go with. <laughs> He knows drivers want miles because they get more money. Right. He can make that happen. All right. Now, first of all, he got his own trucks out there. Who you think gonna get the most miles? His motherfucking trucks. Now, like I said, just on his trucks he had out there, thirty thousand. Then mm-hmm. he had out there though. Three. Each truck bringing them in ten thousand or better a week. I say thirty thousand. It's probably more than that. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Um. All right. Now, he was getting money off that. Then he turned around. People don't have the authority, but got their own trust. He'll let them run under his authority for a percentage of what they make. So basically it is, okay, yeah, you run under my authority, but I need 15%. So that person go out there and they run and they make 10,000, which he gonna make sure they do because that's more money he get. Right. He tell them he want 15%, that's $1,500 every week. How many people he got doing it? The pleasure of owning your own story, boy. Look, now, he got, he, I think he had three drivers like that, who he just let them run under his authority. Right. Which is basically like his insurance and his clean record. He had three drivers doing that. That's $4,500 right there mm. a week. Now, we get 2500 from the job, 30000 from your own truck. Forty five hundred from from people you let run under the authority. Let's come on around here. What did I tell you from the beginning? The drivers want miles because the more miles, the more money. Yeah. Now why you got? Why you got to pay that man to get the miles? So that man might want ten percent of that. Once again, if you run a thousand miles, if you run a thousand miles, I mean, no, if you run ten thousand miles, he get a thousand dollars off every week. Why you got dog on five, six people doing that for him right there every week? And then that's outside his truck's period. Good God, man, you old really good scamming ass motherfucker, you. Pay like your way, baby. <laughs> now check it out. <laughs> he is not responsible for your truck if it break down. If you run under his authority, that's your problem. You got to get that fixed. That's your truck. Matter of fact, I know him. He will take you off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you done it. Now, so that's something. He the only thing he had to worry about is his truck. But his trucks are rental trucks. Yeah. He had to pay that fifteen hundred dollars every week for each truck, but them trucks bringing in thirty thousand. He got to put that two thousand in each one of them trucks. Them trucks bringing in thirty thousand a week. Two thousand, they ain't really a hole in that though. For fuel, ain't really too much of a hole. You know, you got to pay them drivers. Cause uh, the way I look at it, he secured that thirty with all the other money, and that was the fuel. That was that was just fuel and play money there. Mm. Man, dude, talk about it. And one of the dudes who was driving, he went, he went on ahead. His truck got fixed, and he got back on the road. Mm. Uh, and he started doing it in his truck. Right. It's what's called. Oh um, man, it was on. What's the air on? It was it was crazy, man. Hello, road dog. Let's go to commercial real quick. All right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We back from commercial break. And uh, 
This right here is the preview of what's this road dog? Talk to me. Okay. It's more than a minor challenge. Movie about uh legendary DC civil rights activist. I like that DJ, shit. Because that makes me sound like a comedian. Hey, Ralph Waldo, Peter Green. Mm -hmm. Miss Green, Mac at your service. You forgot the felon. So it ain't Dick Gregory, right? Low life. Okay. So do that mean I got a job or what? Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I need you to do me a favor, sugar, okay? Come on, come on, come on. Take this. Look at that. I guess this part of my diet for real today. Go with this morning, cause uh, I ain't yeah. had nothing to eat just yet. Ain't no pain. I know what I want to eat though. I've been drinking this coffee this morning. I don't know what I want to eat. What? Don't get your ass in that room. Oh, shut up, Mr. Radio man. I don't. I'ma look you up when I get out of here, man. Yeah. Well, you know, coffee just take from your little appetite, though. Nickel to a dime, it ain't shit, baby. You do that. I be looking at me like that. You want to be half sleep? Huh? I said, I be looking at me the same thing. You want to be half sleep? I'm drinking this. This my second cup of coffee, right? That's gonna keep me woke. Hey, it's funny you say that. Sometimes, sometimes I'm just relaxing. I get a cup of coffee, and I get a cup of coffee, but I go off room and smoke cigarettes. Mm -hmm. He said you were drinking just to smoke a cigarette? I pull over and get a cup just so I can say, uh, I'm going to get a cup of coffee while I'm in the truck. I'm going to say, shit, fuck it, my mouth, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. I want a cigarette, I'm just going to smoke a cigarette. So you will never really drink the whole thing? Yeah, I drink. I drink coffee after getting warm, like, or cold, I guess a drinker would call it. Sponsors pay your salary? No. I pay his salary. And yours. Maybe I should start paying Now you don't want to do that. That shit be messing up your tongue and your lips and shit. What do you say, Dewey? You think you can turn us around? Yes, sir. If y'all ain't already did it, go ahead and get your weed, break it down. Whatever you roll with, get that shit together. Rolled up. <laughs> yeah, don't be scared of that thing now. We ain't in prison. Nah, that's a correctional facility. See, when you broke into that car, but shot that nigga. Wasn't because you were wrong doing, motherfucker. Nah. Nah, see, you trouble, brother. You disenfranchised. <laughs> What is that you just in franchise? All this mm -hmm. wordplay so that we don't have to face the truth. Because the truth is, any <coughs> ways you try to slice it, I'm a con. And you a con too. Braxton Poochie, sir, 10 to 15 on Braxton Poochie, bro. What a name, man. Hey, boy, you got a little 
crazy as shoot. I don't know if we can do that legally. <coughs> <coughs> I know he ain't no big brother as a nigga, bro. Boy, if you don't come down from there and stop making all that noise, I'm going to call your mama. I'm going to tell you out here acting a fool now. Now come on down, Poochie. Dude who was cussing out Howard Stern, who was watching. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I remember who that is. But that was the real footage of him when he was uh, talking about, see, you don't tell me what to do. I ain't one of them. Yeah. I, don't, I ain't one of them niggas that work for you. Yeah. You see a free man, right? Hey, ain't Huh? What you think him and the war talked about over there when the war whispered in his ear? Oh, when he said I make a dead, oh, never mind, I, 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 I see. Because you didn't hear shit, because you did been over and kind of whisper. I came with my legs, baby. What you having? Nah. Hey, they said a, a couple words and the motherfucker came down from the building. I've been years, That shit crazy. Hell, now I never was in jail, so you know how I feel about you. But I didn't get off the you can't move. Now I know you're scared, okay? Every man is scared. Yeah, they finna get but married. Baby, huh? I'm standing here in a girl and some tight ass shoes. If I want to be Oh, that's my girl, too. Yeah. Get in there and get your job. I wonder if that's a wig or real. It got to be a wig. Got to be. Oh, too right. You're the only one that's what you were young. That's 2007. This right here? Huh? This 2007? That's when this came out. Damn. But, uh, you know, that was like the 60s, 
I wonder how they do the whole building type shit when they do like 60 things or 70 things. You know what I mean? Check it out. Oh, see.
okay? Maybe mm. I could get you a job at me as a, as a janitor or a, or a window cleaner, maybe. Oh, I don't do windows, Jack. I guess that kind of work is beneath a convict of your pedigree, huh? You know what, man? Fuck you. I thought you was real. You mm. ain't nothing but another white boy with a tan. See, a cat come out of Hard Time USA looking to turn his life around. Should I expect to get rejected by whitey? So, because I'm black, I'm supposed to ignore the fact that your only experience has been in jail and hire you as a DJ on the rip? You goddamn right. You sound just like my brother. Nigga, I ain't him. I'm out here trying to get what's mine. His ass is back there lot cooling his heels. <laughs> but you know what? That's all right. You Sydney Poitier ass nigga. I'm gonna get what's mine. <laughs> and when I do... I'm coming right back here and shove it in your fucking face. Sell out. What now? Come on, baby, split. Come on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What's that? Wait, I'll be right back. Wait for me, okay, sugar? What is he doing? And he read that note. That's when he started doing. <laughs> uh, you're late. Hey, you let out of your element around here, ain't you? Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> well, I um, thought you might be more comfortable in familiar surroundings. Yeah, you're right. So I want to bring this little show of yours to an end. Well, that mean you offer me a job? No. Well, then I'm afraid the show must go on. <laughs> That's entertaining to talk. 
since you're here, I'm gonna play a little game. The nine ball. <coughs> sure.
real as a nigga loudmouthing, right? Telling everybody how bad he is. This one is looking for a handout. Five. Did you give him a chance to take one soon? And he can't sink one single one. Six. Lucky seven. running your mouth, you never really asked yourself why I chose a pool hall to me. Cause this uppity nigga could never have grown up in these projects. He made his way through school, hustling dumbass niggas who thought he wasn't down. We'll play again, motherfucker. <laughs> nah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. This guy climbed the tower in the yard, back in Lord. He up there, man. He talking real, you know, unflattering about the wall and his dick. Nobody can talk this cat down. So they call Peter Green, man. I talked this cat down in five minutes, man. Let's just say the warden was very, very grateful. Five minutes. Uh huh. But what the warden don't know. Is it took me six months to talk that crazy nigga up there in the first place. <laughs> that nigga is stupid. <laughs> Let me ask you something. That's a hell of a plan. Mm-hmm. Why? Why you want to be on the radio so bad that you're going to go through all this? Oh, man, that's it's what I do, man. It's, it's my thing, you know? I started off making them daily announcements back at, at Lorton part of the, the work program, you know, for Wild for Good Behavior. A couple years later, I convinced him to let me play this record that my aunt Pig had sent me, Sam Cook record, man. Change gonna come. It's an incredible song. She sent me that record. You know, try to give me a little hope. And I wanted to play it for the man themselves, you know, give them some hope. And I'm telling you, man, it's, it's the only thing that kept me from going stone crazy behind them walls, man. And now that I'm out, I still need that. Why should I put my ass on the line to give you a shot, Petey? Nigga. Cause Petey Green is the real deal, Jack. Shit. I swear to God, I mean, he is the show nut. I mean, pimp. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. See, what this pretty lady's trying to tell you is that, man, being a DJ, that's the only thing I'm good at that don't involve me breaking no law. Mm. And, shit, since you here, she had a drink, I'm gonna assume that. Need a man of my particular talents. <laughs> Three rules. One, always know more than your audience. Two, you talk shit, you back it up. Three, don't you ever, never ever underestimate me again. <laughs> what you talking about, man? I'm gonna give you one more chance to knock in that nine ball. Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. W.O.L. Studio One. Be on time. Be sober. Indefinitely. Be by yourself. You, 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 my, you my kind of nigga, Hughes. You my kind of motherfucker, Hughes. We love you. We love you. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we want to go to work with me. Be by yourself. Right. You're not serious. 
Morning shows are becoming more than just a leisurely stroll. We have to compete here. W-O-O-K is killing us in the morning. Sonny Jim is a DC icon. Everyone loves Sonny Jim. So, Sonny... No, sir, you love Sonny Jim. Sonny Jim is a relic of a bygone radio age. We don't play Nat King Cole of the Drifters anymore, and our DJs have to reflect that. Well, that's why we have Nighthawk and Soul Papa. I'm not turning us into some kind of teeny bopper American bandstand. We're a respectable R&B station. With all due respect, sir, this is not a respectable town. This is D.C. You see them out on the mall every day protesting the so-called respectable establishment. We can't become the establishment or they'll turn on us. Y'all, we back from commercial break. It's all in, man. And we back with the preview of the movie. Um, one more time, roll out. Talk to me. Talk to me.
Theater announced that Sonny Jim can now be heard at the midnight hour after the Nighthawk show. Today I introduce to you a new voice on the D.C. scene, a native of Washington, a true son of the city, and some may say a prophet of the streets. Here to spin the tunes that will blow your mind, Mr. Petey Green. Say hello, Petey. Uh, yeah, hello. <laughs> uh, like the man say, this is Petey Green, and I'm here to spin the tunes to get you through your morning. <clears throat> your AM morning drive. You ain't driving, maybe you're walking. Maybe, maybe you at work already. Maybe riding a bike. But regardless, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the music. That's gonna keep you going and I hope I don't bore you with <laughs> with my rambling. Say oh, the call letters, y'all. Saying those things about Barry Gordon? Oh man, I ain't 
said nothing that black folk don't already know. You will apologize immediately, or I pull the plug on this whole sorry mess. What? I will apologize. Now! You said you wanted Peter Green, man. Just apologize. Just apologize.
things from me, okay? And he got, he got a chance to get good listening to all this shit. Mm -hmm. I said, he got a chance to listen to all this shit. school here. That's your boy, ain't it? With the thick ass mustache, a little short though. Short stocky.
And see, that's what I'm talking about right there. issue somewhere. I don't know where I put it in. Alright, thank you all. Everything's fine here. Let's all get back to work. Thank you again. <laughs> yeah, all get back to work. Get back to normal. You heard what Master said. You can't get this thug a job. And I got your thug right here. Oh, for heaven's sake. Be cool, Jim. Look, we'll talk. We'll talk, okay? I want him on a short leash. A very short leash. I want a morals clause in the contract. Fine, man, whatever. I 
sign it. Just let me get back to work. Okay? I can't wait up. Can I get back to work? All right, but you watch your language. All right. You keep an eye on me. Thank you, sir. All right, let's get busy here. Kick me out the house. Caught 
me fucking some other broad, man. I ain't got nowhere else to go. You should have thought about that before you let your snake out the cage. Fucking somebody else. I mean, you don't know what it is. I ain't fucking some other broad, man. But he got caught green-handed in the act, though, kid. God, oh, man, that's a, that's a hell of an embarrassment, boy. Mm -hmm. Just helping out. I don't know what happened to me. Oh, my God!